0: welcome back to the unconventional coach podcast you are joined with just me today and we are going to be talking about all or nothing mentality now this is something that I would honestly say 99% of my clients or people that even just inquire with me struggle with it's this idea of if I've had a biscuit or I've skip a workout fuck it Fuck it, I'm just gonna give up and I'm gonna eat the whole pack of biscuit and I'm no longer gonna train. And this is a behaviour that I was trapped in for years. Um, and this was around about the time I was suffering with my binge eating, and I've been doing a little bit of research into this all or nothing mentality because I know why people do it and often it is associated with over-restriction and just lack of education but I really want to look a little bit deeper into what actually goes on in your brain uh, when this happens because I'm a bit of a geek like that but um, for now let's just kind of go through the basics and then hopefully once I'm a bit more clued up I can give you a little bit more of an in-depth into why this actually happens. So. This all or nothing mentality, to characterise it a little bit more, it's like I say, so you let's just say you start a diet, you've been on it for two weeks, 100% in, haven't had anything, and I put this in finger quotations, bad, and you've just been eating good healthy food, you've been living off salads, you've been doing really well, you've been exercising five times a week, whatever, and then something comes along and you skip your lunch, and then you're hungry, and then you buy a sandwich packet crisp and a chocolate bar from the Tesco's, and then you feel like shit. You're like, fuck's sake, I fucked it. I've gone off plan and fuck. So you go back into Tesco's, you get a pack of Krispy Kremes, because they're selling them now by the way, you can get yourself a pack of Krispy Kreme him. buzzing. Um, but you get that, you eat that, and you then just think, fuck it, I'm not going to train now, I'm not going to go and get my steps in, I'm just going to sit and eat and feel like shit and there's a really good analogy in the um, James Smith book which I would highly recommend I know he's a little bit of chalk and cheese you either love him or you hate him I personally fucking love him not gonna lie I've got a bit of a cheeky crush Um, but his book is fabulous and he talks about um this analogy of the all-or-nothing mentality and he basically says um, if you get a flat tire what do you do? You, you get out and fix the tyre. What you don't do is slash the other three tyres, and this all on nothing mentality is effectively what it does. You think, fuck it, I've had a biscuit, I've gone over my calories by five, fuck it. And that is where the damage is done, okay? You will not do any damage from missing a workout or A little bit over your calories one day, one to two hundred calories over your over your calorie goal is not gonna make a flying fucking difference, okay. But if you let that behavior continue and you think fuck it, I'm now gonna go on a thousand, two thousand calorie binge, that's when you've got stuff to worry about, okay. Because that is when you are taking yourself out of your calorie deficit. And you are reversing the progress made, and like I say, this is something that I struggled with for ages. I would, I really demonised food, and I think for a lot of people that is where it comes into. And again, it's lack of education. So let me educate you a little bit, okay? So, all or nothing mentality. A lot of the time, I find it when people associate food as good and bad because ultimately, for you to be off track put that in quotations again you need to of have have something that apparently you consider isn't in line with your goals so that could be something like a donut a chocolate bar a biscuit a glass of wine whatever whatever you are demonizing because that's what you're doing you're looking at food as good versus bad which is just a mentality for disaster and it is not true okay it's such an old old saying, but it's so true, like, one salad didn't make you skinny, one pizza isn't gonna make you fat, and it's about looking at food as a whole, I like to say it's food for your body or food for your soul, like, you are not going to live the rest of your life not eating pizza, not having a, a fucking bottle of wine, and not eating chocolate, and if you want to live the rest of your life like that, You're going to be miserable, and there's no need. There is literally no need for you to cut foods out of your diet. But that is where people go wrong because I think, oh, this makes people fat. When in reality, it is the the amount you eat and the lack of movement that causes you to be overweight. One one biscuit doesn't go straight to your to your hips, okay it doesn't work like that so you need to educate yourself around calories and i know it's hard and that's why when i start with my clients i start so simple like when they start for the most of them i just give them a calorie goal because ultimately that is the fundamental factor to weight loss okay is being in a calorie deficit and i know it's so boring hearing it all the fucking time but you, you need to keep hearing it because if you are still someone who looks at food as good and bad and always opts in for brown bread instead of white and eats sweet potatoes instead of white potatoes because white potatoes are bad, then you're still not quite getting it, okay? So you need to keep reminding yourself that it is the calories that are the fundamental factor to whether you gain weight, lose weight, maintain weight, whatever, okay? Calories are key And then you start to work on all the other things like increasing your protein so you feel fuller, making sure that you are getting adequate carbs in your diet. Like carbs are not bad for you either. And it's where this it's when this food fear and this demonizing of food comes into play when you start having this this all or nothing mentality. And I have a saying, and that is consistent at being inconsistent, because ultimately there are going to be days where you don't train, there are going to be days where you don't hit your steps, there are going to be days where you go over your calories, and do you know what, there's going to be other days where you go under your calories, so it's all going to balance out, the main thing is being consistent, as consistent as you can, and doing your best, because no one can ask more from you than your best, okay, as long as you are doing everything you want, want to do and I emphasize want because look we could all train seven days a week if we really wanted to if we really fucking wanted to we could get up at 3am and train but we don't okay and that's fine that is 100% fine I wouldn't get up at 3am to train but you can so it's not the fact that you can't it's the fact that you don't want to and that is absolutely fine but it's, it's, it's this whole idea of I miss if you miss one workout, okay, that's fine. But if you if you let that lead to a weekend of overeating and binge eating, that's when you've got things to worry about, okay? And I, I always talk about um with with people who have got eating disorders because a lot of the time like, eating disorders are becoming so much more common, okay, or disordered eating, not necessarily eating disorders, but disordered eating, and honestly, I think everyone's got a a disordered way of eating, if you, if you look at a piece of chocolate and say, that's bad for me, then you've, you're, you are, you have a disordered way of eating, because it's not bad for you, okay, and I used to be like this, I used to demonised food and I used to constantly think about food all the fucking time I was consumed by when I was eating what I was going to eat which was always going to be the same fucking thing chicken and rice and broccoli and what how many calories is this and oh have I got x amount of protein x amount of this x amount of that and it's just a waste of fucking energy it really is you don't need to worry about Your fucking carb intake, okay? You don't need to worry about it unless you've got underlying health conditions or you are training for a specific goal, like a competition. You don't need to be tracking your carbohydrate intake, okay? And if you have a coach at the moment who is emphasizing things like your carbs, your fats, your protein, and it's too much, you need to tell them, you need to say, look, this is too much for me, it's too overwhelming and ultimately if they're a good coach they're going to say okay, I can't understand that and do you know what it actually doesn't really matter because you're still in your calorie deficit so you're still going to lose weight and that is the key to a successful transformation okay is is knowledge and understanding and when when you don't understand things that's when things get tricky and that's when things lead off into in into into worse situations and it's it's awful for me like when I have a client who is struggling with this all-or-nothing mentality I had a client actually um she has a lot going on right now she struggles with binge eating and things have just have just really got on top of her and We had a call and she sounded really good, really fine. And I was like, cool, perfect. We'll continue. We simplified some goals because it was a little bit too much. Um, And then a couple days later, I checked in and she opened up and said that she'd actually been binging over the weekend. And I say, right, okay, that's fine. And she'd been binging that day as well. And I said, okay, that's fine. All you need to do now is stop. She was like, what? I was like, just stop. She was like, oh, okay. And that's that's all you need to do. I know that sounds really silly. Um, I'll go into binging a little bit now because I think all or nothing mentality, all or nothing mentality leads to binging. Okay, you again, you're on track, you're doing really well. Something is off plan or unhealthy, and then you think, fuck it, let's eat everything in sight. So so you binge. Okay, there's a massive difference between binging and overeating, which I think I've gone over. On another podcast, but I'll do it again just so everyone's clear. So often people say I binge, when in reality it's it's not. They've overeaten. So think of overeating as you've gone to the cinema. You go and get a Nando's beforehand. You then go to the cinema. You get some popcorn. You get some um, pick a mix, and you get a coke. Um, you enjoy that you then get home and your mum's made like cheesecake or whatever and then you have a slice of cheesecake and and then you have a cup of tea a couple biscuits and then you go to bed okay that's overeating because you've eaten more more calories than in a deficit okay so you've overeaten for your specific goal if your goal is to lose weight or maintain weight it's likely that you're in a calorie surplus for that day so that is overeating Binging is completely different. Binging is where you have got no control over what you're doing. And it's almost like it's not you. Like, honestly, when I would binge, I was like a possessed woman. I'd be like sitting on the kitchen cabinets, like crouching, like pitching me, like crouching over the cabinets, just shoving food in my mouth. And often like, when this was when I lived with my mum and she she was not a cook okay not a very good cook um, and we wouldn't have like food in the house I wouldn't really have a lot of snacks so I would eat like the most random shit I'd have like a couple bowls of cereal I'd then have like um I remember eating like cheese and crackers and it would just be uncontrollable and I would eat to the point where I was in physical pain I felt physically sick and then I'd be like, okay, cool, that's out of the way, on Monday, back on it, okay, and that, again, is that all-or-nothing mentality, so, binging and overeating are very different, now, binge eating is, um, is horrible, okay, and it's very common, so, firstly, understand if you are binging, and if you are just overeating, Um, if you are someone who is struggling with binge eating, I would really encourage you to reach out to, um, to your um local GP, or going straight to an eating disorder specialist, because I'm not going to slag off GPs, but I have never had a good experience with a GP, and the majority of my clients say the exact same thing, and look, it's not their fault, they don't really have the time to talk to you about your life, and find out what's going on, they just have you there for 10 minutes, and try and fix that problem as best they can, often I know loads of clients who have gone with uh, potentially binge eating disorders before in the past and they've given them like antidepressants okay and I'm not saying that might not be the right path for some people but I just can't help but know that by educating them and spending a bit of time with them their binge eating would be fixed without pills. Mm -hmm. Um, So definitely go and look and get yourself some help um also a really good thing for binge eating disorder which I was going to start doing um but I managed to uh, sort of get myself out of binge eating is um cognitive behavior therapy um so looking into that is something I would really recommend and just educating yourself and it takes time okay but honestly, from my experience, I've had clients that been have been binge eaters for years, and within their first two weeks, they haven't binged, even their first week, okay, I've got five ladies with me at the minute, who have been with me for three weeks previously, all binge eaters, and they haven't binged once, okay, um, and that's not me trying to like big myself, and be like, I'm, I'm amazing, and I help people get rid of their binge eating, which I do, But it just shows how educating yourself around food, simplifying it, having support and having guidance can massively help with things like this, with this all or nothing mentality, which eventually leads to binge eating. So I think that is what I wanna leave you with today is to just understand that there is no such thing as good food and bad food. There is more nutritious food and less nutritious food. So I'll give you a few tips to end with, um, to help with anyone right now who is struggling with, 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 um, what's it called? Sorry, I've lost my train thought. With this all or nothing mentality. So number one would be to understand that if you do go nothing, so you've, you've been all in, you've then fucked up in your mind, you've had a biscuit and you think, fuck it, I'm going to go off the rails know that that is where the damage is done, the damage is not done by a biscuit, by a missed workout, by being short on your steps, it's what you do after that, that is going to really matter, okay, secondly is you need to stop looking at food as good and bad and you need to start looking it at as more nutritious and less nutritious and just freeing yourself from food in general, the more you think about the food, the more you, the more you look at food and talk about food, the more pressure it's going to put on you, okay, if you are someone who is at home and not very active, I would really encourage you to get out of the house and get busy, like, when I have days where I'm, where I'm busy, I don't even think about food, I don't even eat, and I'm sure you've had days like that as well, I'm not saying don't eat by, by any means, but I am saying that if you preoccupy your mind with something else, it will massively help you stop thinking about food, um, Number three would be to understand calories. So if you are someone who is trying to lose weight, know that a calorie deficit is not one number. So let's just say your goal is 1,500 calories, you eat 1,600, you are most likely still in a deficit because it is not linear, okay? We can't 100% find your your calorie deficit we've got to take into consideration your exercise levels if you've had a day where you're higher in steps you've been more physically active you've fidgeted more your neat's up all of these things are going to are going to need to be taken into consideration okay so if you've gone over your calories by 100 200 it doesn't matter okay you are most likely still in a deficit and if you've got a coach they will give you enough wiggle room so that you are still in a deficit if you do go over your calories slightly okay So don't worry, if you've gone over your calories a little bit, it is not the end of the world. And you don't necessarily need to restrict yourself after. Um, I would say if, if you've gone over by a couple hundred don't, if you've gone over by any more, perhaps just bank some calories for the days after, whether that be the day after or over a couple days, I get my clients to do that and um, if they've got like a big social event, so let's just say they've got a wedding on, on Saturday, I say right okay, if you put 100 calories away Monday to Friday, you've got 500 extra calories, wiggle room for that week to know that you are still in your, still most likely in your deficit, if that makes sense. Um. Tip number five, I would just say to invest in your health and health is something that isn't just weight loss, okay? Health is your mindset, so definitely look to educate yourself and if you are someone who is really, really struggling, you are in a very low place you can't seem to get on track and stick with anything, you're depressed and just not happy in general life, I would really suggest starting to do a little bit of soul searching and find out where you currently are and where you want to be and a lot of the time it is a combination of things, so whenever people have anxiety or depression, it's, it's like a combination of a lot of little things and when you break everything down the reasons why you're feeling anxious or you're feeling upset or really low are actually really really little and insignificant but there's just a lot of them so really dig deep and look at who you are where you want to be and what you need to potentially add into your life eradicate from your life in order to be aligned with the person you want to be and don't hate the person you are now because ultimately that person is is a huge part of your life and sorry I'm going to end you with another quote because I love my quotes and that is always happy never satisfied okay don't hate the person you are now especially if you're someone who's listening to this because by listening to this you are investing in your health in your happiness and in your mindset okay so take everything I've said on board please don't be scared to reach out for help if you need help, CBT, talking to a certified nutritionist, a binge eating specialist, investing in some books, I read a really good book called Brain Over Binge, Um, another really good book would be um, Mel Wells, The Goddess Revolution, that book literally changed my life, I've prescribed it to a few of my clients and they have absolutely loved it, so Um, I hope you take everything on board thank you very much for listening please feel free to share this on your Instagram stories don't forget to tag me so I can see who shared it I always send you a thank you message because I'm so grateful this podcast has had so so much attention so much positivity and I'm just so happy that this can positively impact so many people's lives Uh, with such a small account. So thank you very much for listening and have a lovely rest of your evening. I will catch you in the next podcast.